Hello and welcome back to Reach to Speak Out and one of our hot topics. So today I have been inspired to talk about the changes in children that are transferring from primary school to high school. And this was influenced by my daughter who is 10 years old and is currently in a very difficult position at the moment with hormones, changes, COVID-19 having effects on school. So that's sort of affected their socialisation, their growth, all that type of thing. And um, one of the difficulties she's facing is that she's going to be going to a school that is a little bit further away from the primary school that she's currently at. Now, we moved strategically, if you like, to move closer to family so that when we're both at work, um, she'll be able to have her own set of keys and feel responsible enough to walk home by herself and let herself in. But also we moved so that she could be closer to those family members so that if she didn't want to come home and be by herself, that there is plenty of people and doors that she can knock on. So just to change the subject very, very briefly, what you might hear is lots of snoring. And uh, unfortunately, I can't get anywhere quiet because I have two little piggies, little pugs, who like to sit and follow me and then they fall asleep and they have the most horrendous snoring. So apologies if you can hear that, but I hope it's put a smile on your face. So yes, going back to the school changes. Every year, lots of parents experience their children moving from primary school and into high school. And I can imagine now that they feel extremely daunted by this, emotional, mixed emotions, and not sure quite how to tackle the questions that you're going to be asked. Especially for those parents who may have experienced some form of bullying in school, which could potentially have an impact on how you speak to your child because the last thing that you want is for your child to either be bullied or to be a bully. So I believe that if we have a change in mindset and the way that we positively reinforce how we speak, this could put our children into a very good starting position. So... On Reach to Speak Out, I did do a live where I was a little bit upset because my daughter had said to me, the school that she's going to has been nicknamed Rough. And she's very concerned because she believes that she's going to be going to a high school that is full of thug kids, bullying kids and kids that can't stand up for themselves. And I think she's concerned that she's going to have to go in looking absolutely polished every day. She's got to have the best uniform, the top named brand, bags, shoes, coats, the lot that will hopefully put her into the popular group. And I said to my daughter that you don't have to be popular in high school. You know, you just have to be yourself. And if you are loyal, respectful, assertive at times, strong-willed, then you shouldn't have a problem. But that linger of doubt is still in her head, which affects me as a mother. 
Now, I used to work in the prison service as a prison officer. And the one thing that we were taught was to be assertive and to learn how to say no. And learning how to say no, you think is second nature, but actually if you are somebody that struggles to say no because you fear that you're going to be thought of illly or differently or not be as popular, then that is something you are going to struggle with and saying no is is sometimes very difficult. Um, An example, I used to work in recovery and when I worked in the addiction side, once I'd left... The prison had got wind of that, so they stuck me on the detox wing. And naturally, I walked in there and I was working for a prison that took uh, people from the catchment area of where I lived. So I heard my name being shouted as as soon as I went onto the landings, which was so strange, but quite amusing when I look back. I heard, Amy. And immediately I thought, Is the service going to think, are the staff going to think that I'm corrupt because I've come in here and people already know who I am? So I went about my day and I explained, you know, I worked as a recovery and addiction worker in the uh, community and I know some of the people that are already in here. However, it doesn't mean I'm corrupt in any way, shape or form and I just wanted to make sure that you're all aware of that because I wanted to squash any gossip that potentially might come from this and working for a large organization unfortunately if you uh if you say one thing it can be misconstrued and you learn a lot about yourself through gossip which is quite amusing anyway i think what i'm trying to explain is that when i was in that landing on that wing There was somebody who wanted some hot water and asked me if I would take their cup to the urn, which was downstairs. And I made the mistake and I did it. And I went back and there were so many people that were asking me. And that was at that time that I literally put my hands up in the air and said, whoa, 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 whoa. I've made a mistake. And I know that if I do one thing for one person, it means I have to treat everybody else the same. However, I am telling all of you who are asking me to put hot water in your cups that it's not going to happen. And then I apologise for doing the one favour, which you should never do, for a prisoner. And now you know where I stand. I won't be doing this again because I won't be running up and down the stairs while you're all behind your doors getting you hot water when the majority of you all have kettles. So that was a mistake that I had to make that I well I had to make and that I learned from at the same time. So but the thing is is that I actually said it out loud and spoke to the to the the prisoners and said no more. And it put me in a really good position because although people thought oh well she's decent she's fair they also knew where they stood with me that there was not going to be any favoritism. So learning to say no is something that can be quite challenging and something that can emotionally hit the gut. So I've asked my daughter and I said, what are people saying about it? And they said they've nicknamed it Roth and they know that people have experienced bullying in there and that the teachers don't care and that I'm worried because, you know, I'm, I'm not somebody who's confrontational And for a 10-year-old to say that to me, it was like, wow, this is a real wake-up call. 
And I said, who is it that's saying it? Is it other children? She said, no, I've heard other adults saying it as well and nickname it Ruth. So this is a podcast about being mindful and being positive with your words and reinforcing that positivity. Because if you say those words that I can't, it's impossible. Again, I can't. Then you're going to believe the negative aspect of that because naturally that's what your brain does. So if we start to change our mindsets and say, let's be positive, let's go by our experiences, your valued experiences, and you navigate your way around in a positive manner, then you start to feel more positive about it. You start to evaluate things for the positive and for the better. So it's also about being mindful of what we say to one another and who is listening. It's okay to have an opinion. We all have them. It's a part of our lives and it's also a part of our defence mechanisms and our process mechanisms and how we work daily. But if you're going to have an opinion, make sure that whoever is around you that could potentially be affected by that You explain that it's only your opinion and that it might not be the case. It might not happen. Or just be mindful of who is listening and maybe hold that opinion and speak to somebody about it when they're not there who could be affected by it. So again, it's just that positive reinforcement. It's that mindset and I think... Being at four high schools, I experienced some quite horrendous bullying. And unfortunately, at the time, you don't think, and I don't think every one of us do, that bullying is actually a part of someone else's insecurity. It could be learnt experience um, from home life, from other experiences they've had from being bullied previously in other schools. But it's all your insecurities And it's no good making people feel undermined, worthless because of how you feel, because it won't make you feel better in the long run. You think it does, but it actually, it doesn't. It makes you feel worse. So just a little bit of thinking for today. I hope that this has made sense. If anyone has got any concerns or would like to talk more then the Facebook group Reach to Speak Out Mental Health Partnership Service is available. You're more than welcome to join and you'll see that there is lots of positive reinforcement that goes on in the group and lots of support from other people with different values and opinions and that's okay if we have different opinions and values because we can extract the positive out of them and create change for the better. Have an amazing day and keep an eye out for new podcasts and I will speak to you again very soon. Take care.